What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the GC Hammer Show. That's Jack Hammer. I'm Grant Cohn. That's the GC Hammer. You could call this show today the quarterback show because we're talking just quarterbacks today. Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, Sam Darnold, even, even our dear friend, good friend of the show, Jimmy Garoppolo, who we wish nothing but the best now that he's on his next leg of his journey in Las Vegas. First, we got to talk about Trey Lance, though. He's the, the news of the day. Matt Barrows, OG on the beat. Jack knows him. I know him. Wrote a really good article today in The Athletic talking about Trey Lance. Interviewed the coach that Lance is working with. Um, new coach, Jeff Christensen, Mahomes' coach. Ironically, Jimmy Garoppolo's coach. Uh, what were your takeaways from this article, Jack? It's all positive. You know, the the first time you see a quarterback coach talk about uh, somebody that's worked with in a, in a negative light, that's going to be the first time you've seen that because they're not going to go on there and say, yeah, I worked with this guy for for – Two months and he still sucks. That's just that's not gonna happen. He said some. He right? said he he used to suck, but I coached him. Right? He's like, man, it took me four days to figure out what the hell he was doing, man. And his arm right. was like in pain. Like, I, yeah, yeah. Right. He's like, but yeah. I saved him. I'm really good. I'm that guy. You know what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, but but the the cool the cool part about it, the good part is that what Christensen said in terms of the uh, upgrades that he sees from Trey Lance matches what we've heard from the team itself. Kyle Shanahan has talked about this just last week. He, I think it was during the Dwight Clark event. He talked about Lance being uh, as good as he's been since the 49ers have, have him. Uh, had him. And so that's, mm-hmm. that's a good, it's all trending in the right direction for Trey Lance. And I think it's a, it's a, a huge positive at this point. We'll see how it goes moving forward. Right. And it's interesting the way they talk about Lance, like he's the best since he's been here. The, co- the, uh, the quarterback coach says, he's 25% better than I expected he would be. Like, that doesn't say how good he is. It's all relative to an expectation or where he was or whatever. Still, it's positive. And I think it's fair. If you want to be skeptical here, you say, you know, is this good news for Trey or good news for the 49ers? To me, it's definitely good news for Trey. He's still young. He's got, hopefully, he has the rest of his career. If he doesn't fix this, he doesn't have a career. So this makes me feel like he might have a long career in the NFL. From the Niners' perspective, well, we wasted two years of your rookie deal, and we're running out of time. And if you just started with this quarterback coach, I mean, it's not going to be ingrained. Like, now, it could take three years. It took Aaron Rodgers three years on the bench with Mike McCarthy, and he's, like, the most talented thrower of a football in the history of homo sapiens, unless there were some guys slinging it back in the day that we don't know about. I'm just saying, since a pigskin was invented, that's the dude. And it took him like three years to do what to learn exactly what he's doing. So this might take Trey Lance a while before he masters it, if he masters it. And the Niners don't have that kind of time. That being said, it's better than nothing. No, it's it's definitely it's a, it's a it's a huge positive. The only yeah, if, if you're you know, it, it's a huge positive that he is doing well. That's what you're you're hoping for at this point of the year. It's it's much better that you're hearing positive reports than than negative reports. And I don't think we're going to see anything negative necessarily about Trey Lance. We might see a little bit, but it's not going to be overly necess- negative until we get to July and August. Once you start having real bullets flying, I think that might that's going to be when we're going to we're going to know more about Trey Lance at that point. Once he has people that we know he he knows he can't be hit, but once he needs to start moving around and he's got people in front of him and there's chaos all around him, does everything he's working on stay together? Or does it start to fall apart a little bit? I think that's the biggest, the biggest thing um, to, to right. look at here for Trey Lance. No doubt. Um, but I think also the big takeaway from this article was the arm fatigue thing. 
Yes. What's so interesting, too, is like it was reported last year by Mike Silver. Credit to Mike Silver. Uh, and then a lot of people, including me, were like, I don't I didn't know about it. I didn't see this. I was there. What are you talking about? And then we asked the Niners and they were like, yeah, I don't know. man. I don't really know what you're talking about. And then now they're like, oh, yeah, like there was arm fatigue. Um, but don't worry about it. He fixed it. And it's not an issue anymore. It's like, okay, well, you told us it wasn't an issue last year. Then now you're telling us it was an issue, but it's not anymore. It's like, you know, excuse me if I want to trust my own eyes on this one. But, like, if they're saying that arm fatigue is no longer an issue, like, that's a very, that's key. Because this guy's screwed if that's if he has to literally ice down his arm every four days. You can't, ha- you can't do that. He's going to get hurt. No, you can't. And, and I saw, you know, uh, I saw it on my timeline on Twitter. There was a, you would, you would, this is going back and you, you, you mm-hmm. talked about if you want to look, read mechanics and know about mechanics to follow Jeff Christensen. And in that thread, what was interesting, I, I kind of looked down and there was one where he talks about how, um, how important the lower body is to your throwing. Yep. And if you're an arm thrower, which I think you've said before, and we both talked about how Trey Lance is primarily an arm thrower and very violent yep. with his arm. If he yep. has been able to get his, where most of, more of that is coming from his legs. Correct. That's going to help with the accuracy because there's not as much effort going into Correct. the throw. And so, yeah. you know, it's all the your arm shouldn't be there for power. It should be there for accuracy and guidance and all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. And and, and he's, he's right on that. Your, yeah. your power of the quarterback comes from your legs and then mm-hmm. the, 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 you got to have a strong arm. Your too, wrist flick. Yeah. Well, that, and that's where the, that's really where the, the wrist comes from. You've got to get that. He talks about full yep. extension and, and with, uh, Christensen yeah. on his full extension, it's a little bit more out to the side and you see it, but it's really even, even if the quarterback doesn't get it there, it's about getting that hand all the way out in front, getting that the flick of the wrist down and all that kind of stuff. The pronation of the wrist is where the, where the, the spiral comes from. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good stuff. And I'm just excited to see what Trey Lance does and can he, you know, uh, can he fulfill the potential? Can he fulfill all the things that the 49ers thought they were going to get when they traded up to him at number three. I mean, and how long will that take? Yeah. Cause, cause yeah. they're in this, this, you brought it up. This is the year because if they, if he, it's tough with their, with his salary situation mm-hmm. after this year, uh, it can become a little, a little uh, tough for the 49ers. Like what if he makes strides and it looks better, but he hasn't mastered it and they have to decide at the end of the year, do we pick up his fifth year option? And they say, yeah. no, I mean, cause it's like, it's such a hard thing. It's easy to say, say no, let him go. Like, okay, but what if he is just like, at by, by the time he's 25, he, he masters it. And you're like, damn, we were just impatient. And, and, but, you know, we held on to him for so long, but ultimately weren't, we weren't patient enough. Like, then you really kick yourself. So I feel like they're kind of like in a paralysis by analysis situation. Like, what do we do? It's a really yeah. tough. You were you had you were talking yeah. with Jose a couple of days ago. I didn't see the show. I responded to you on on another you know over on Twitter. But you know, in terms of like, if he comes out and he has a great, let's say he comes out this season and he, he he's the starting, he, he wants a starting he quarterback job and he plays yeah. terrific, and they There's, win, and they win, and they let's say they go all the but way, but they lose in the playoffs. Yeah, let's say they to lose the Cowboys the just to make it, to make it easy. <laughs> let's say they lose the NFC Championship game or to the whatever. Cowboys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, do you then pick up his fifth year option and then say, you know, which is going to be $21, $22 million in 2025? Or do you say Brock would have won and Brock's coming back? That's right. A tough it, one. It's, 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 it's the, uh, the Jimmy Garoppolo mistake, right? 
uh, exactly. because you're, you're, you're rewarding. Cause I don't think it, it you know, it's going to be tough. I think if you, if you let this whole thing run out and then you get to the point in, uh, after 2024, where you haven't picked up his fifth year option. Now you're, you're in a really tough situation because then at that point, he's going to be even more to keep him from going to another team. So, um, this is a big year. Same thing could happen with Darnold too. You talk about the Jimmy Garoppolo mistake. Say Darnold plays, wins, goes to the playoffs, loses all of a sudden. Are you going to give him an extension? Because, Yes, because he turned his career around and he played well for a month or two or three. I, come on, that's the yeah. same thing. No, absolutely. Yeah. It's both. It's it's both those those guys fall into yeah. that same category. Mm-hmm. Nico says, "Hey Grant, thanks for reminding Kyle that quarterback mechanics should be a concern for a head coach instead of just making sure the ball is going to the right spot." Yeah, what I don't understand is like, how did it take? Like, you you draft a quarterback, you know, needs a mechanical overhaul. You acknowledge that, like you don't really have what it takes to do that, but you but you can outsource that. How did it take you until the third off season to find the right coach? How did that happen? Why were the last two years thrown away? I guess injuries are part of it, but from what we're hearing, like the three D QB guys just weren't getting results with Trey for whatever reason, and now he's bought in with Jeff Christensen. Like, man, this should have been happened. Like, what? To me, I don't well, know. You, you got to remember, like after remember he came in for rookie minicamp. There were some things that they felt like he needed to improve on. He went away from the team. He went out to work. It wasn't with the three DB guys. It was with the other guys that he'd worked Quincy with. Quincy Avery, prior. right? Yeah, Quincy, Quincy Avery, Avery yeah, yeah. And, and Sean McAvoy. That's who he worked with. Mm-hmm. They came back, and according to the 49ers, they felt like he was really good. They really liked what they saw of yeah. him in training camp, right? The only, but then think about it. What 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 caused his mechanics to get all to get? If, if it's a mechanical pros, problem. It's the finger that happened at the end of training camp. In yeah, the that final preseason help. game. That right? I help. mean, that's I messed that's everything what, up. That's what that's what Shanahan talked about the other day. Probably too. created a bunch of bad habits. Because once right. you overcompensate for one thing, all of a sudden, God knows what happens to your kinetic chain there. Yeah, and, you know, according to yeah. according to what he said, you know, it sounded like it was still bothering him last year. So, you know, maybe maybe this is him getting back to where he was when he went in for his rookie season, and right, uh, and we'll see. And keep in mind, like. You know, Trey Lance has always had messed up mechanics. He's always needed to do this. But he still found a way to complete 66% of his throws. Like, yes, he was on a stacked team, but, like, he's on a stacked team now. Like, the whole idea is, like, he was a game manager in college who ran. Like, he should be able to do that, too. He should be able to hit the checkdowns. He should be able to hit the slants in the screens because he did that in college. I mean, his passing chart showed that he was a little spotty down the field, but that hasn't been the issue on the Niners. The issue has been the, the, the layups. I don't think that was as big of an issue for him in, in college. Otherwise, you can't complete 66% of your throws on any level if you can't hit a screen, if you can't hit layups. So he did it. I mean, he should be able to do it now on a really good team if he's healthy, but he's just a, another one of a million quarterbacks in this team who hasn't been able to stay healthy. So he has a lot to prove there too, or the yeah, Niners have a lot to prove there. Yeah, and we'll see We'll see how that goes. And a lot of the discussion around Trey Lance has been the potential and, and um, the possibility that he can take this team further than – um, than, than Brock Purdy. And that's why a lot of people want to see what he can do. And, and we'll see, he's going to show us one way or another. I think he'll give us a good idea of that during um, OTAs, mini camp, training camp and all that kind of stuff. So we'll, we'll see where, where this plays out for Trey Lance. Um, you know, the, in terms of the, the, the completion percentage and all that kind of stuff and, you know, and changing your mechanics at this, at this time in the in game, we'll see if he can do it. And we'll see if he can, like I said, we'll see if he can make it stick. Once the live bullets fly, because that's, you know, going back to the Kyle Shanahan has, has talked about that in the past, saying that it's something that, you know, if you kind of are who you are at the age of 23. Uh, and so it'll be interesting to see here what, that, what happens with Trey Lance. Right. I mean, I think it doesn't stick. 
it's like you you improve incrementally, you get away from the coach, you backslide incrementally, you go back to the coach, and you do it for the your whole career. And hopefully it works out for you. I mean, that's pretty much best case scenario. And that should be the expectation. Like, don't expect to see this guy throwing left-handed or something at OTA. <laughs> it's not going to look way different. It's going to be, you know, we'll film it in 4K. We'll slow it down. We'll see We'll see a few different things. But it's probably not going to look a whole lot different. And to your point, yeah, I mean, when it's pressure time, he'll revert. Everyone does. Everyone yeah, does. But, and that, yeah. that's where that's where it's going to be. That's where it's going to be interesting. I know, you know, he had a high percentage of completions in, in college. Um, we'll see what happens. It's just different than the NFL because it's, it's a little bit more of a pressure cooker. True. No doubt. And, and, and this I, is why the Niners sat him his rookie year. They wanted him to, to ingrain this before he w- went on the field. Well, that didn't work out because whatever reason. He had the wrong coach. He, had, he broke his finger, da 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 whatever. So you're here at year three. He's only 23. You're having your first positive, uh, you know, result with this guy in a minute. Um, must feel... Must be a big sigh of relief because this guy could be their week one starter. And it, I mean, yeah. last year it, it, they were calling plays like they really didn't believe in his arm. Uh, it, it's interesting. They, they, I would say yes and no to that. I think they just used him as more of a running threat and whatever part of it. The throws and stuff were, were very similar to what they've used with everybody else in terms of the overs and the wheel routes and you know the screens yeah. and all that kind of stuff. The passing game is very similar, but they they like Trey Lance's. Trey Lance's skill set, part of what attracted the 49ers to Trey Lance was his ability to run. So I, I think not using that ability to run is is counterproductive to why you brought him in and what you thought he could do for your offense. And maybe it's about picking your spots better. We'll see. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to seeing the Trey Lance story play out this offseason. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing. Here's the way I look at it is like it's Trey Lance hype week. Yes. It was Sam Darnold hype month last month. <laughs> and before then, it was Brock Purdy ace the S2. Have you heard of the S2? Let me tell you about the S2. And now he's going to be. And so it just seems to me, if I can be real cynical and step back, the Niners are somehow hyping up all of their quarterbacks because they don't freaking know which one's going to end up being good. And now, uh, if anyone emerges, they can be like, Boom, we saw it coming. Did you read that article? Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, man, you've hyped up all your freaking co- – when, when is the Brandon Allen hype piece coming up next? I want to know. <laughs> that's that's coming up uh, That's coming up in two weeks. Keep It, it keep seems it to me when you it. don't have a plan for something, you hype up all your possibilities. It's like we don't need a plan because literally every door we open works. So who cares? Like, Good luck. And that's, and that's kind of where the 49ers were last year, Good luck. right? They, they yeah. did it with yeah. three different guys. So we'll get to Jimmy Garoppolo later. Well, do it again. Joey Mellon says, what is your Spotify mu- uh, music playlist called? Hold on. Let me find it, and I'll drop it in the chat box. I'll get back to you on that. I'll do it during the show. <laughs> Justin Lomker says, so what I'm hearing is one play Trey is no more. One play Trey. I wonder who started that. God. Sometimes it's your own teammates. Mark, thank you very much. All right, let's talk about um, Brock Purdy. So Brock Purdy, I, I was, I'm trying to think of like a fair comparison for Brock Purdy without underselling him or overselling him. We've heard everything from like uh, Taylor Heineke to Joe Montana. There's got to be a middle ground here. There's got to be a middle ground that most people can agree on. So I have one, and I'm trying not to piss off Niner fans with this one. So I think, that, I mean, this is a starting quarterback who's had a lot of success. I'm going to compare him to Tua. 
here, let me make the case. They're in the same system, essentially. Uh, Tua had some struggles in the league, but last year he had a really good team around him, and he went on an eight-game, nine-game heater before he played the Niners, where, I mean, God, his, he had 19 touchdowns, three picks, 115 rating, just as hot as any quarterback in the league. But then he played the Niners, and he looked like he was freaking terrified. He looked like he was afraid of getting hurt, never really recovered. And with him, like, the question still remains, like, can you stay healthy? Like, you really are kind of small. Like, are you really the guy in Miami? Or is it the team around you? Like, yeah, like, you can put up big numbers and they can win with you, but, like, are you really the guy? And then I think with Brockets, I mean, he had nine games last year. It was great. Uh, he was 8-1, and one, like, like Tua. He had a 111 rating. Like, yeah, he was hot. He put up great numbers. Same questions, like, can you stay healthy? Can you really overcome your last, you, you know, all the reasons that you were the last pick in the draft? Can you really overcome that and become a starting quarterback who stays on the field for 17 games a year? It's like, I don't know. But even, but I mean, is calling to us someone like a right-handed to it, like that big of a pejorative after the season Tua just had? I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't see enough of Tua to, to really say it. You know what we saw? The little bit we saw of him getting ready for the, the 49ers game. Oh, that wasn't know. good. But we never it saw was, Brock against the Niners. We saw him against the, no. the Cowboys and the Eagles, and it wasn't great. Well, we didn't. Yeah, we, we saw six plays against the Eagles. But, uh, you know, just kind of overall, it was it was one of those things. I don't know. Uh, Tua, I don't think it's – you could call him whoever. Uh, Tua would be a one. Um, I've seen him compared to um, – not not a guy that's playing currently, but the old Vikings quarterback Christian Ponder. I've seen him be compared to oh, that's, Christian that's Ponder. Not fair. That's not nice. Christ, that's not Christian nice. Ponder had like a what six and zero start to his career or something like that out in Minnesota. Oh well, Christian um, came into the league with a messed up arm, so I don't know. He had a messed up shoulder at Florida State, if I remember correctly. Why do I know that? I don't know. <laughs> so you know, I don't. You know, the, the, we'll see what. Well, for Purdy, it's all about. Uh, does, is he able to throw? Is, it, is, he, is he able to throw at the same level that he was prior to the to the injury? Uh, because other than that, if as long as he hasn't gotten gun shy over one play, I, I think he can come back and just step right in and do everything that he did before. As long as his arm is healthy and his mindset's correct, I don't see why he can't come in and be um, be just as efficient and move the team just as well as he did last year. And yeah, it's an all star team. Sure. Christian McCaffrey said that. So you know. I was. I think he could. He could get them there. I think the 49ers against the, if the 49ers had gotten past Philadelphia, the 49ers and Chiefs in the Super Bowl would have held the matchup. I just think it's interesting that like people kind of forgot the reasons that Jimmy Garoppolo got pushed out. Jimmy Garoppolo had great numbers last year, in particular. He won a lot of games. It ultimately wasn't good enough. And the number one reason they said that he w- couldn't be their starting quarterback is that he wasn't durable enough. Right. Wasn't durable enough. And now you got Brock, who is a lot like Jimmy. I mean, neither one pushes the ball more than 25 yards down the field that much. They're mostly 25 yards, and then Brock moves a whole lot better. Um, But he got hurt, too. He got hurt in his first start. He got hurt in his A start. We do not know if he's the kind of guy who can make it through year after year, the Iron Man that you need to have as a starting quarterback. I mean, he could just be a younger, more mobile, cheaper, cheaper Jimmy in the sense that not durable enough. Trey, too. Trey could be a bigger, younger, uh, faster. Uh, yeah, like you, until you, if Jimmy isn't here because of the durability, then that's the question with Trey. It's the question with Brock. Uh, it's the question with Darnold. He's never played 16 games in a year. And until they find that guy, they're in trouble, man. They're always going to be in this limbo. 
Yeah. I, Maybe I it's think not the I, quarterback's fault. I don't know. I think with Garoppolo, it's a couple of things. Part of it was the inability to stay healthy. Part of it was how much are you paying this guy to to give you this performance? And when you're paying him, whether it's but this, let's just take the, the injury part out of it. That's it. That's the stick with how much. How, why are we paying this guy twenty seven million dollars, twenty six million to be mediocre to do to to do this when we you know even you look at because they've said this they having a, a guy on a cheaper deal helps the rest of the team out. If if Brock Purdy can give you Jimmy Garoppolo plus. And you feel like you're a Super Bowl winning team with Jimmy Garoppolo or caliber winning team with Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, you, you continue to build your roster and you've got a guy for the next three years that's going to be less than a million bucks. That's that's one way of doing it. That might I just want to point out, though, that Jimmy Garoppolo plus was a 107 rating compared to Jimmy's 103. And I, I, I yeah. know he, he I, I say a one, 111 when you can when you add in the playoffs, too. So that's something because Jimmy's quarterback rating tanks in the playoffs. Well, I think that's and I think that's the other thing, too, is that there was. Yeah. If the 49ers brass is high on him, it's not just because of what he did in the regular season, but the game against Seattle and the game against Dallas, uh, those were the two, those were as good of playoff performances as you've seen from a 49ers quarterback since Colin Kaepernick in 2013. So, uh, and I think that plays a part in it as well. Yeah, but at the same time, we can't overhype that Dallas game. That was 19 points. That was zero touchdown passes. Like he didn't, you know, it was, it was a mature game. He managed the game. He didn't lose the game he didn't make the big mistake that jimmy that dak made three times but at the same time it's not like he lit up a great defense you know no he, he, held, and, he held serve no you're right and and but in, yeah. in the playoff in, in the playoffs you don't go go back and check out uh go back and check out steve young's stats in the playoffs he did there it's very rare that that he lit up defenses in the playoffs um he had some big time throws in those games, but in terms of like lighting them up, like big big numbers and those kind of things, I seem just, to remember him putting up six touchdown passes on, on the Chargers. Well, yeah, that's I, yeah, I but the Chargers, but that the Chargers, the, like the Chargers were the Chargers weren't the actual Super Bowl in 1994 was beating the Cowboys, right? But I'm, I'm talking about just over the course of his career, he had that. He, obviously, there was there's going to be good games for everybody. Um, Brock Purdy had 332 yards against against uh, Seattle in in the wild card game, but whatever i'm just saying in the in the postseason it's about managing the game and making the throws when you need to um a couple of them you know the throw to the throw to kittles kind of a lucky one but he made he made plays when he needed to make them uh, no he was i mean for sure balls. he was one of the reasons they won uh definitely i mean yeah he's he, one of the reasons they won all i'm saying is he had a hot streak of nine games so did tua he's gotten sure. injured a couple times so is tua i mean mm-hmm. I, I, I like him but i'm not necessarily i'm not saying like well if it's not him as brock i have questions about trey i got questions about brock i mean i think the niners want fans to believe that one of like the franchise quarterback is somewhere in this quarterback room what if he's not what if he's not and, and, and that's that'll it's be your seven yeah they, that's gotta, the thing like if he's not and it's year seven like niner fans should be pissed no matter how good the team is it feels like you're spinning your wheels here but the niners don't want you to think that it's like oh don't worry we got three great three franchise quarterbacks who needs one when you could have three and pay none of them like really that's the situation you create no really you have three question marks at quarterback the one constant the one guy you had that you knew would take you to the playoffs every year is in vegas <laughs> And so now you're in a situation where you don't know that you're going to make the playoffs this year. You can't just assume that. If Brock comes back and is everything he was last year, then sure. But is that going to happen? I mean, when is he coming back? When's his first rep of 11 on 11 is going to be? I'd love to know. Uh, 
Yeah, no, we'll see. That's and that is. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the question mark is there. The question mark is is definitely there, and that's that's part of what makes this whole thing. It, it's it's wild that the forty. When he, yeah, it's part of what makes the 49ers yeah. quarterback discussion room such a fun discussion so to have. But also the fact that both the two guys that we've talked about so far are in the top fifteen of of, of the uh, odds for winning NFL MVP. What does that say about the 49ers as a whole, too? You know, you got two quarterbacks. Yeah. Oh, what's funny is. MVP. Yeah, you have people saying the Niners have like the best offense in the league, the, like the, the the best team in the league, and they're like, okay, well, who's their quarterback? I don't care. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's like, <laughs> wow, wow, the Niners are turning the NFL on their head. Forget what you thought you knew. It's an it's a quarterback driven league. Not not in Santa Clara. It's like, yeah, I think it is. But yeah. you know, <laughs> hey, maybe maybe Sam Darnold is the guy who takes off. Maybe Trey Lance takes off. Maybe Brock Purdy <laughs> just flies in in a cape and is like, I'm back, guys. Like, I don't know. But uh. I don't know. It just, the, of, of the no, three, no. We, we've seen Brock Purdy do it. I know it's a short sample cycle. We have seen him do it, right? We, we have. haven't seen it yep. from Lance yet, but Lance has only got three three starts, four starts, but only 3.25 games or whatever, roughly. And then you've got uh, Sam Darnold, who has not done it in San Francisco and has done it in very sporadic glimpses here and there, you know, with a lot of bat around it. So we'll see. Here's what I would do if I were Kyle, because again, the minute people think that this quarterback room is three lemons, I think you're in trouble because it's the most in quarter, it's the most important room and you can't just fumble this room like year after year after year. So what he should do is honestly, don't play Brock this year. Say Brock's our start Brock's our franchise quarterback. We love Brock. He's just not ready. So we're gonna play Trey and see what you got. And if it doesn't work out with Trey or with Darnold, you can always say Man, Brock's coming back next year. We got don't relax, everyone. It was a down <laughs> year. But if you bring Brock back and he doesn't have an offseason and he goes out and plays and he's not good, well, you don't have that ace up your sleeve anymore. You don't have like a you could go through all three guys this year. All of them could struggle and you're like, damn, I'm exposed. This off this this quarterback room isn't really what I was billing it to be. Just keep Brock the the, the hope of Brock, the fantasy of Brock. Hold that till 2024 unless. I'm just that's what I would do. That's what I would do right that now. sounds a lot like uh, it sounds like a lot like the discussion with Trey Lance in 2021, where you just hold them hold them back because if he goes out there and that's stuff, what they did. Totally on you. That's and exactly they, what they did in 2021. And that's, yes, that's don't worry about did. Jimmy because Br- Trey's coming. Yes, uh, don't worry about Trey and Sam because Brock's coming next year. Right. Yes. That's 4D chess. I don't care. <laughs> J Rod Five says, "Hey, y'all, been a while. Uh, been too broke to comment." Well, thanks to letting us know that you got two bucks, dude. That's great. <laughs> J-Rod, I love you. Is that him in the Spider-Man costume? Or I, is hope it, so. is he just, I, I hope so. I hope so. so. He's wearing that spot. <laughs> Manny PSF95 says, in season, you said Purdy's comp was Russell Wilson. I said he ran around like Russell Wilson, but he sure doesn't throw down field like Russell Wilson. Pretty sure I didn't say he throws down field like Russell Wilson. If he I, did, I, I'd be into him. Yeah, that was one Russell. of the nice things about young Russell. Man, he threw a nice deep ball. I threw the best. Yeah, he, he threw a – just it was a – it was a beaut. He had that's how he beat the four years in the uh, in yeah. the championship game. That one. I mean, that, he that could miss jumping. all those interme- inter- intermediate throws or throws over the middle. As you, like, he'd miss a lot of them. But if he'd hit two deep throws a game, you're in trouble. <laughs> be able to bring down those, the ring. those are like turnovers. Those are like flip the field. Yeah. She prays. Mike says, "Hide the rest of the yams. Where Grant? I don't understand." See, I'm too old for these these kids these days. Lamonte757 says, if we start Trey and run him off the start, what does that mean about Kyle? Also, how bad does Trey Lance have to be to pay Sam extra money to start? Uh, number Debo drops, too many balls in Madden. Pause, stop it, Debo. What? Okay, wait, wait. I don't know where you're going with that. Uh, um, hold on. 
I he, I don't think they're going to run Trey Lance like last year. I feel like they did that because they felt they needed to play him. If Trey Lance isn't wowing them, and he comp- completes 54% of his throws in camp, they'll just start Darnold. That's what's going to happen. I think that this whole like Trey Lance is a running back thing, you don't have to do that anymore. You, you're a backup quarterback. If uh, They could just go with Darnold. So maybe that's something to be encouraged about, putting it out there. Yeah. Or, or maybe if mean, if, or it gives them more reason to run him if they don't feel like he's a starter. <laughs> just keep running the hell out of him. Yeah, maybe, you could say that's what they did last year, right? Official BNA Music 88 says Morgan Whalen tore his UCL in high school and had to quit baseball. Not saying Brock can't come back, but he's either going to do it or drop a hot mixtape. Yeah. I feel like from an organization perspective, you, what your job is to say, uh, project confidence, but pi- privately, you don't know. You just have to wait and see. Yeah, when is that a big key date coming up? Two weeks? Three weeks? Yeah, June 2nd would be uh, 12 weeks post, post-surgery. Uh, but it's also, uh, it's different. That's, that's, there's a big difference here in that, you know, he's talking about baseball. There's a big difference between throwing a baseball and throwing a football. And, and I think for football players, it's a little bit easier to come back from this injury. Their time to return has, has proven to be better. Um, throwing a football is just not as hard on your arm as throwing a baseball. It's because the ball's heavier. Your arm can't be as quite as violent through the motion and all that kind of stuff. So it's different. We just saw a quarterback last week who is coming off of the same surgery. And Peyton we saw Thorson. But yeah, and we saw you know a really nice deep ball there to uh, Jacob Pearson for a nice gain, and we saw I think we saw a couple of them. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. Now, keep in mind, Clayton Thorson isn't exactly on an NFL roster, but no, he and, could and, throw and, a football. Yeah, I'm, what I'm what I'm saying. His is, arm didn't fall off when he attempted passes. That's <laughs> we good. saw we saw his ability to throw about a 45. No, he did. Back. He did. He threw a nice he ball did. down the sideline. He, he did. His arm is. He certainly did. Was, was, was but that's Clayton back. Thorson for you. I mean, he's always been that kind of a guy. It's just. He just premium hasn't traits. Well, he just hasn't. He's twenty-seven. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, it's, it's well, he, he needs to go. He's not been treated terribly. I thought Stephen Montez was going to be impressive, but it was Clayton. Yeah, he, yeah. Clayton was much, much more impressive. J Rod says I got more than two dollars now. Yeah, in my face. Boom. Thank you, J Rod. I appreciate it. <laughs> but is that you in the Spider-Man costume? That's what we want to know. R.I.P. Jo- Jim Brown. Are you serious? I did not Damn. see this. That's terrible. That's too bad. Jim Brown. Um, Never saw him play. Jim Brown was definitely before my time. Never saw him play. Wow. Before my time, too. But I remember um, the legend about Jim Brown. Not only is he one of the two or three greatest running backs of all time. I mean, go back and check out his numbers. Uh, He was also, I think he's considered the greatest lacrosse player of all time. And he was so dominant at lacrosse, they had to change the rules. They used to be that you could play with your thumb over the ball. It was They had no problem with that. He was so freaking unstoppable. They're like, okay, you can't do that anymore. So Jim Brown. Yeah, yeah, he was a he, he he was a he didn't play for a very long time, but his numbers were awesome and did a lot of other things after uh, after his career. So uh, yeah, if you were talking about if you were to ask coaches in the NFL, really know the history, who are the greatest running backs at their peak? Like not talking about full longevity, but just the guys who are the most devastating at their very best. Dude, he would be in the conversation. As the yeah. number one all time, he would be in the I, conversation. Someone would say, "What about Jim Brown? Look at his numbers." Yeah, I, I think yeah. So. I, well, and just in terms of like that ability to run over people, run through people, all those types of things, like be a really good running back. I think you know Jim Brown is top of the list. That's also where you get Bo Jackson and just kind of gets Bo Jackson, uh, Walter Payton, uh, Barry Sanders. Those would be four. Yeah. Those yeah, would Barry, be four. Barry, the, the greatest. Walter Payton. 
Walter Payton, it's 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 amazing what he did when he was the he was the offense. He was the the offense for the Bears. He was right. the guy. The one right. year I think they made it to the playoffs, and he he accounted for like over I don't know some ungodly percentage of their numbers. Yeah, it was kind of like when Frank Gore was the offense with the Niners, except Walter Payton was just like twice as good, except for my time. I, but I'm just saying, go back and look at his numbers too. But I think like of all time freaks at the running back position, Jim Brown, Bo Jackson, Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, who somehow doesn't get enough credit. And uh, I was watching Marshall Falk highlights this morning. Whoa. Yeah. People Marshall forget Falk, how good yeah, he was, Marshall Falk was. Yeah, wow. he was. He was when he was. I remember him coming out of college and it was just a, it was another level. Yeah, he was a top 10 pick, was he not? He I don't remember. Where, I don't remember what it, where he came out of where he was when he came out in the draft, but I just remember watching him at San Diego State and he just San Diego State. He made, yeah, he just made defenses look silly. And then he did that in the NFL too. Rest in peace, Jim Brown. Lamonte 757. Debo drops too many passes, kills my Madden team. He does <laughs> drop too many passes. Last year had me wondering, are you better as a running back or a wide receiver? I feel like last year you could say he was a better running back than wide receiver. Uh, last year, it, it's they didn't utilize him the same way last year. They utilized him more of, of, as a kind of a running back. They didn't really, you know, in, in 2021, you saw him catching more balls down the field. Not deep mm-hmm. down the field, but, you know, those those routes mm-hmm. at about 10 to 15 yards in that range. This last year, it was mostly, you know, we're going to throw you screens and we're going to run you. Uh, I was like, what I, I, happened, man? Yeah, they yeah. need to get. You know, he he had a lot of drops. He had a lot of drops in the beginning of twenty twenty one. He got better as the season went on with that. And, uh, last season, they just. I thought they would do more with him. That they paid him this money. They're doing less with him. It's like, yeah, yeah. I agree. They need to get back to that downfield. With get back to you're a wide receiver. Forget <laughs> the running back stuff. They're good at running back. They will. You play running back if everyone else is injured. Otherwise, way two fifteen. Nay, nay, way two ten. And play wide receiver. Jerry Rice was two ten. Worked for him. Why you got to be two twenty five? Bigger, stronger. I remember. I remember when Michael Crabtree uh, got shut out by the Giants in the NFC Championship game. I believe Jerry Rice piped up afterward and was like, "Well, why does he weigh two hundred fifteen pounds? Why does he need to be that big? I was two ten. Maybe he should drop a little." It's like, tell him, Jerry. Tell him, Jerry. That wouldn't have helped. Michael what was Crabtree. that after the 2011 season when the I believe when they, so he was the only wide receiver on the roster pretty much yeah because Ted Ginn got hurt yes that's right Jared McPeak says hey Grant just want to show you some love I appreciate everything you do to keep us informed keep up the great work thank you Jared that was so nice yes. appreciate it now J-Rod says no it's Tom Holland with waves should I recreate Yes. No, I think that's cool. You can be no, Tom no, no, Holland. No, you, no, no we, you should we, recreate it. Yeah. We need J, we need J Rod in the Spider Man costume. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Can you get a Spider Man costume in May or do you have to wait until um you can get it? Amazon yeah, exists, right? Yeah. Amazon yeah, exists. Yeah, in the, the internet. <laughs> Callie Tremor says Earl Camber- Campbell is in that oh, combo yes, too. Yes. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. I actually never saw Earl Campbell. A lot of people would also say OJ Simpson. Um, but again, I never saw him play. You know, yeah, that, that special sure. season. I cut on a dime, I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, OJ. Josh Wyatt says, people are acting like the UCL is the only issue. Isn't the bigger issue that Brock's arm wasn't strong enough to begin with? Yeah, and again, like he got hurt running against the Bucks. He got hurt not stepping up in the pocket. Like, is he more durable than Jimmy? Because if not, then I, it doesn't really matter. Same thing with Trey. If none of these replacements are more durable than the undurable replacement, like, it's all academic. 
No, the UCL, the, the well, but with in regards to this, it wasn't the arm strong, no, not strong enough to begin with. I'd say the answer to that's no. His arm was strong enough to make every throw that Myers asked of him to make. That's in terms of it was about as strong as Jimmy's, about as okay. strong as Jimmy's. Uh, it was, it was, it was a, a little bit more accurate on the deep throws, a little bit more accurate. Although the ones he hit down the field, you kind of saw the, the yeah. receiver kind of turning yeah. and waiting. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. It, I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna act like he's got a stronger arm than Garoppolo, but he's more accurate and he's more willing to throw it down the field. Yeah, than Garoppolo. That's. I, I think what we saw from Purdy. The the main difference between him is you saw what a quarterback who's willing to use his legs and has a quick burst and a little creativity and wants to extend a play like what that can do for an offense. It's a big deal. Yeah, it's a and, and a and a and a quarterback who's planted to one spot really limits you, unless he's freaking Tom Brady. Yeah. What this kid is not. Excuse me. Grown man, Jimmy Garoppolo, basically my age. She she prays. Mike says, "Let me down, let me down." Grant, shake my head. You were supposed to finish the lyrics. Random. Who you got? Devin Haney or Vasilo Machenko? Wait, hold on. The lyrics? What are you talking about? I don't know who's gonna play. Oh, I don't know where to hide the ra- the yams. I'm sorry. I guess I'm just white today. Just a little extra Caucasian. Lamonte 757 says, we win game one versus the Bears if Debo don't fumble and Huff stays in his place, not Trey's fault. First quarter versus Hawks was what Trey uh, stats. Play the kid now. The one thing I'll say with Trey is like, all those times you tried to make him be a dual threat quarterback, you lost. The one time you let him play quarterback and didn't make him do that much dual threat stuff, you won. So give him one more chance doing like with more of the Houston game plan than than the the C, the Seattle game. But give him one more chance or two before you throw him out. I think they might. They might. But there's Darnold too. I mean, maybe you want to give Darnold. Let's talk about Sam Darnold. I think it's interesting that Trey Lance has to compete with Sam Darnold because the way I look at it is they're awfully similar. Correct me if I'm wrong. I know Darnold's been in bad situations. Trey's been in good situations. But in terms of just they're both third pick in the draft. Uh, they both are big guys who are smart and coachable. Everyone likes them from all reports, and they can make some wild plays. But just like Lance, it seems like Darnold really struggles with accuracy. I mean, look at his numbers. Even last year in his like season where he turned things around, he completed 58% of his throws. His career completion percentage is, is below 60. So he's got a little bit of erratic accuracy, ball placement, and he's had issues with confidence and injuries. So, I mean, it seems like a fair competition. Like, hey, Trey, why don't you battle against someone who's three years older than you, who's been through a lot of the same stuff, and has a lot of the same strengths and weaknesses? Yeah, there, there's a lot of similarities between these two guys. Just one guy's one guy's been in the NFL for a longer period of time. But yeah. in terms of, like, their their traits and the things that you look at, they're, they're very similar. Darnold moves very well. He's got a, yeah. you know. He's the best thrower of football on the planet, according to the sum. And, you know, but no, he does have, I mean, and that's, it's, it's not, the, it's not crazy. I think to say that he's a really good thrower of the football, that doesn't mean he's a great quarterback, but in terms doesn't of mean he's consistent, no, absolutely not. That's right. Exactly. It doesn't mean, yeah, exactly. it doesn't mean any of the, it doesn't mean any of the yeah. things that make you a good quarterback. You can be a great thrower of the football and be a terrible quarterback. Um, right. That happens with a lot of guys that are taken in the first round. So I don't know. We'll see with, with Darnold. I'm Zach Wilson's uh, a good example of that. I, I think when great you, when throw of the football, terrible quarterback. Sorry, Zach Wilson. I, I, no, absolutely right. That's that's you know he was fantastic in his pro day. Who nobody, replaced nobody, Sam Darnold? 
No, yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody could spin around and, and, and throw a ball 60 yards in the other direction better than him. But, yeah. you know, you look at Darnold and, and Lance, and I think this is going to be an interesting competition to watch. And the way that I, the way that I look at it, but I'm not putting the team together, is that if, if Lance and Darnold are on even playing field at the end of training camp or whatever your time frame is on this, yeah. then you, you go with Star Lance. Trip. Because yeah. he's the because you guy. can always go to Darnold. It doesn't crush Darnold's confidence if you bench. Like he came in at the end of the season last year and did well. He did it last year, right? You can always go back to him. He can always be. Yeah. The, only, the only way is if he just comes out and he completely blows everybody away, kind of like what we've been saying with Lance. If he sure. those guys blows your doors off, that's sure. that's, that's what I think where it's different. That, then 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 the decision makes itself at that point, yeah. and you're just thanking God. That one of these guys pre- presented himself when you had no clue what to do, and you were thinking, "Are we going to have to go after Kirk Cousins next year?" Do you think they've had that conversation? That's neither here nor there, but they might. Yeah. The, the, anyway, the Darnold thing is going to be be fun to watch. I think a lot of people are like, "Man, it's not really a fair competition." Like he's so much experienced, he's so much more experienced than Trey. Like, yeah, that's true, but at the same time, like, I don't necessarily. If they're both going against the Niners' starting defense, if it's if the conditions are exactly the same. Is Darnold necessarily going to complete like 65% of his throws while Trey completes 55? Maybe. But if that's the case, then Darnold wins. Because it seems like where they're coming from is a, a place where both have had issues being efficient in the passing game. Both guys have had issues in games being efficient. So fair competition to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's not so. like you're bringing in a guy who like just completes 70% of his throws and checks it down. It's like, well, how do I look better than him in practice when all he's going to do is check it down and Jack's going to – the spreadsheet's going to say he couldn't miss. Like, that's not really Darnold. <laughs> but it, it'll, be, it'll be interesting. It's, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like, you know, you, you look at – there's just so many people that are pointing – painting Darnold in, in this one light. The only thing that I'll say is like you look at what, look what he did. Think of it this way. People look at Kyle Shannon's offense as kind of like a cheat code, right? About his ability to get guys wide open. Make, Until make, you get hurt. Until you have yeah. surgery. But, but forget about that. But <laughs> come on, Greg. Damn it. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you're right. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. Your numbers will go off the charts. You're right. You're because, right. Of, because, because of him. He makes everybody run. Right. So no doubt. The, the only time that Darnold's been in that situation, really, was I think maybe the first three games of his time in Carolina because he had really good players around him. And nobody knew quite what Matt Rule and that offense was going to be, right? Mm-hmm. And, and his numbers were his numbers were off the charts for those three weeks. Now they fell off later on in the season, but at that point it was kind of a cheat code a little bit. So maybe, maybe that's what Sam Darnold's going to be. Maybe, maybe he's able to put up sixty eight percent completion rate and all that kind of stuff. Because those first three games of the twenty twenty one season, he averaged over three hundred yards of offense a game. Because yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like we, we compare him to Sam, like Steve Young and stuff, like p- guys who have turned himself around. What yeah. we know about Steve Young, Steve Young's one of the most confident uh, athletes we've ever seen. He he had an unwavering self belief. Jeff Garcia was this way too. Like, not only am I do I not suck, but like I'm great, and I don't understand why the Bucks are not letting me express this. Like, I don't know if Darnold, like Darnold, might be more like Alex Smith. Like, hey, I don't suck, but like. I don't know if I'm great. Like, I could be pretty good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't, he might yeah. be like that. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Brock had this crazy confidence, like, no, nah, I'm great. And I'm like, what? Why do you think that? You were the last pick in the draft. And Trey, I don't know if he thinks that, but hanging out with, not hanging, working with Patrick Mahomes, you kind of get the feeling like he's trying to measure up and see if he yeah. measures up. Be- I, don't, I don't know if Darnold has that, that mentality. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, the best quarterbacks will have that. Know. You know, I'm the best. Yes. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the guy. I'm the yes. freaking best. Like, Steve thought he should have been playing over Joe like that whole time. Right. Yeah, and like yeah. Randy Cross says in the in the in the thing, uh, no, not so much. Steve. Nah, dude. Like it's, it's no. just, this guy's like yeah. super. No, it's, yeah, it's funny because you know here's the thing, really quick on the comparison of, of Young to Darnold and that guy. The only yeah. reason that Young got brought into that is because of the talking point. I, it's really more of Alex Smith and Sam Darnold. The reason that right. Steve Young got kind of lumped into that was because the discussion of the turnovers in college. Correct. Was, Correct. was there and so. Young happened to put out, you know, his numbers against when he was with the Bucks were, were awful. And then you look at his numbers in college, and his numbers in college turned the ball over a lot there as well. He turned the ball over a lot yeah. in the USFL. Turned around when he got to the 49ers. That's the only reason. Steve Young. No, I, I totally Sandra, see the, the Steve Young thing. There's a lot of there's a lot of parallels to Alex Smith for sure. But still, for, yeah. the highest there was for Alex Smith was the like the high level game manager, and he eventually got replaced by what the Niners want Trey Lance to be. Yeah. So as ideally with Sam Darnold, like he's still not your guy. Ideally, yeah. in my opinion. But even yeah. if he then, turns out to be great, and then he ended up. Yeah, no, he's not. He's not. I don't think yeah. he's a guy that you, you're necessarily wanting to. That is, yeah. Like going back to your Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo mistake. Yes, right. if he goes out there, tears it up, and they give this guy a five year, on hundred whatever million dollar contract. Yes, that's a mistake. It's like, oh no, don't do that. You know, <laughs> tell me you learned nothing from the Jimmy Garoppolo era by without telling me you learned nothing from the Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. And I don't want to get too down on Darnold. All my point was is that I think it's a fair competition for Trey. And honestly, if you can't beat out Sam Darnold, like, I don't say, bud. You know? He's not that good. I I mean, he's just not. It's not that good. And and you know what? If he he takes the leap and you can't, what does that say about you? So, Trey, it's time to to do it, dude. You got it. And I think I'm betting on Trey. If I had to bet who's going to win this competition. But other thing that – is in my mind is does the, does is the winner of this competition the loser of this competition? Because the winner of this competition has to face Pittsburgh Week One, and if you lose that game, it kind of feels like you lost the competition. Like you're done, you're done right now. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll, see. see. we'll find out. I, 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 you know, I, I, I put it out there. My, my thing is, I think that Purdy's going to be the starter Week One. I put that out there about a month ago. I think that. Yeah. Everything's trending in the right direction. I could be completely wrong, and that's one of the fun parts about doing this. It's okay to put stuff out there and be wrong, and and, and understand you understand that you're wrong. Sure. So we'll see. I, I just I think he I think he can. We'll see what happens June second, but everything kind of seems to be pointing towards him being on the on the good track. And I just kind of think that the middle of August makes a lot of sense for him to return, if uh, based off of other guys that have dealt with UCL injuries like what he's dealt with. Yeah. Again, my, my, I'm a conspiracy theorist at heart, and I feel not really, but I just feel like whatever the, the, the official story is a team gives you is not is not the real truth. And to me, like they can say whatever they want, but the smart play here is to not play Brock and to use him as an excuse. Shanahan's are good at this. You always need an excuse just in case things go wrong. What if what That's if true. Brock goes out there, doesn't play well? You have a six and eleven season. What's your excuse? You said Brock was ready. He played. Now you got no quarterbacks. But if you don't play Brock, you play the other two and you go 6-11, and 11, worst case scenario, you can say, look, Brock just wasn't ready. He's coming back next year. We're going to win the Super Bowl. You can't fire me. We're going to win the Super Bowl next year. What's the problem? So I don't know. That's what I think is going to happen, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, call my shot. It's a good theory. I'm calling my shot. They wouldn't say it, of course. They're just going to string us along. Oh, yeah, he'll be back in two weeks. Lamonte 757 says, we win game one versus Bears of Debo. Do we get that? Get that? Play the kid now? Yeah. Brock's arm... 
was about as strong as Mullins. Doesn't it make sense that those max effort throwers got the exact same UCL injury? Um, yeah, but he didn't get his he didn't injure his arm in max effort. He got injured his arm because Hassan both Reddick guys, ripped it off. Yeah, both guys hurt both guys arm injuries were had didn't have anything to do it's with the same that. play. Yeah. Didn't have the, anything to do Mullins with Mullins was, was was McGlinchey's fault. I haven't forgotten. <laughs> was it this yeah, was, was it McGlinchey? Yeah. It was McGlinchey's fault. This one it's hard to say it's Tyler Cross' fault. I feel like it was more Kyle's fault. Or just you could say Hassan Reddick's fault. Or you could say Trey Williams' fault for tipping the play. It's up to you. You can blame all of them. You can even blame Debo for not breaking Debo. Off where he's supposed to go and, and not blocking and all kinds of different that, things. There's, there's yeah, who was that? It was JT. JT yeah, saw well, that one. I was like, okay. Well, he was okay. Talking. Hey, it is a, it's a team sport, right? Takes all 11. Executing. It takes all 11. Uh, Khalil Camp says, hide the rest of the yams in my auntie house. Oh, yeah. I should have known that. Should have known that. That's that's young Jeezy, right? It's young Jeezy. But he goes by just regular Jeezy now. Little Boozy just goes by regular <laughs> Boozy now because they're not so young or little anymore. Manny Fresh says, Why are we really wasting our time with Darnold? That's a good question to me. I I, I would have, after having the success with Purdy, I would have drafted another quarterback. I would have been like, okay, we found something here. We want the guy on a rookie deal. And he needs to be experienced. The type of young quarterback, the experienced young guy. Let's get that guy. Instead, you got the experienced NFL guy for three and a half million dollars who could make 11 if he plays well. Like, eh. You could have had a guy in a four-year deal making bupkis. But you didn't. You passed. See, I would have done that. But they wanted experience. They wanted an experienced guy. And Darnold nice special. I would get a guy in the draft. I would have got Darnold, Darnold, DTR. Darnold. He, he, he can spin it. They chose yeah, USC over yeah, UCLA. Always a big mistake. Always a big mistake choosing USC over UCLA. <laughs> you just don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know. The Sorry. USC guy was in the one of the one of those USC guys was in all pro last year. Some of the, you know. uh, there's a long line of great UCLA quarterbacks, starting with, <clears throat> and then moving on to, uh, <clears throat> and then there was this other. There's so many. I mean, there's. I mean, I can't even name them all. There's so many great UCLA quarterbacks. Cade McNam. Hell yeah! He was a hell of a hander offer. He was. He was the original game manager. Uh, (laughs) Rod Five says I should develop uh, Trey and Madden into a 99, and the goat has his coach as his coach, which means I should be head coach. You get to be his head coach, but you have to make the. You have to. You have to be in a Spider-Man suit on the sideline. That would be really cool. Ignore the first should. I developed trade Madden to a 99. When I played Madden, I played Madden 04 a lot, I want to say. And I always would I would build my own team and I would draft Kyle Bowler late and I would turn him into a 99. That guy had a cannon. <laughs> Kyle Bowler. A freaking the cannon. The original guy that could throw it like from the 50 yard line on his knees and from over his the knees. Post. Hell yeah. <laughs> Rod Simmons says, Trey and Ayuk were an item, it seems, going into last season. Who will his three go-to guys be in order, uh, uh, in order be, in your opinion, guys? It's badass Boosie Grant. <sighs> it's true. It's true. He's not regular Boosie. He's Boosie badass. With two Zs. Um, who will be his three go-to guys? Hmm. Hmm. We'll see. I, I, we I shall see. I- I think Ayuk is still Ayuk and Kittle. Kittle makes a lot of sense. 
Um, hey, if you want to get a completion in practice to goose up your uh, completion percentage, don't throw to Debo. <laughs> Sorry. No one counts the yak yards in practice. No one knows. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I, yeah, I, honestly. Ayuk's going to, I think, be, be right Also, there. Jennings is a drop waiting to happen in practice. Don't know how he turns it on in games because, <laughs> wow, he is a drop waiting to happen. Love you, Jawan. You're a hell of a player. Gamer. All right. I have a question that's going to irk Niner fans after I spent the last <laughs> six years trying to get this guy out of town. Are the Niners going to miss Jimmy Garoppolo this season? And by miss, I mean he's the steadying, he was the steadying presence in their locker room. He didn't get too high or too low. He had that same smile after every win, every loss, every touchdown, every interception. Looked exactly the same. Kind of an asset in football. The team believed in him, which is a huge asset in football. They, they knew they could win with him. They don't really know that with Trey or Darnold. And, you know, if Brock comes back, great. But we don't know about that. Um, assuming Brock doesn't come back. And this is the Trey and Sam show. Um, I think they'd be looking at Vegas being like. <laughs> you know, based on based on what you said and kind of the way you set it up, I would say, like, if, if Brock Purdy's healthy and Brock Purdy's the guy, then they don't miss him because I think they see – Jimmy. Brock, kind of this, yeah, they see him as yeah. being like that steady and influence kind yeah. of guy. Um, yeah. They feel like they know they believe they in him. Their, they won playoff games with him. They won two playoff games with him. Yeah. If it's one of the other two guys, then I think there's a little bit more question mark, at least in the beginning, is until you start winning games. Right. Because it's easy to be confident when you're three and four, three and five, when you have Jimmy there and you know you've been in the playoffs with him and you know you've pulled it out. It's like, okay, like, okay, we can do it now. But like, if you're three and four and your quarterback's Trey or Darnold, like, doesn't a little bit of panic set in? Like, uh-oh, we don't know this guy, and he's not playing so great. Like, because Jimmy didn't always play so great early in the season, but it was like, ah, he's gonna turn it around. He's done it before. Like, you can't just assume that with Sam Darnold or Trey Lance. All of a sudden, like, there could be some puckering that goes in, in, around October. Like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Especially <laughs> if Jimmy Garoppolo is like healthy and playing well and winning in Vegas. Wouldn't that be the end all be all? Well, I don't know about winning. I expect he's going to play okay out there. He's not sound like the head coach out there is a dummy. Um, you know, I think he'll fit in fine out there. But people just uh, hate him. Sorry. With, as far as the, as far as like you said, yeah. If if you get into October and you're three and five, I, I think there's definitely a, a pucker factor. That uh, I mean, it was there with Garoppolo. Definite pucker. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There was a little bit of that in 21, and even last year, you know, uh, at three and four with with, with Garoppolo around. So uh, without him, I think it might be a little bit more of a a little bit tighter. A little bit tighter. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. Like, Jimmy, you know, he wasn't good enough. He he ultimately wasn't good enough. But what he was was a total known quantity. You knew what you were going to get. You knew you could get to the playoffs with him. And now the Niners just have question marks at quarterback. Three question marks for different reasons. And it must be terrifying. It must have been nice to know, like, hey, all goes wrong. We could throw Jimmy back out there, go to the playoffs. Everyone looks like it's, it's a successful season. No one's criticizing us. Can't say that this year. Like, there is a scenario where things go really, really horribly wrong, despite having this great team, and everyone's like, how did that happen? Oh, yeah, quarterback position matters, and you blew it. So, I don't know. And then Jimmy's over there in Vegas like, ha, 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 getting the last laugh. <laughs> yeah, that, no, it, it could be. I, there, I don't if these guys stay healthy, I don't think you're really going to miss them all that much. But, uh, yeah, I, I do think that there's a possibility of it. And, uh, man, wouldn't it be something if the Raiders turn it around, make the playoffs, and go do really well? It'd be crazy. Because, again, coming back to the, the, the beginning of the show, the reason the Niners 
gave the public the number one reason for why Jimmy wasn't good enough was the durability stuff. So God forbid he goes to Vegas, stays healthy, and all these quarterbacks on the Niners get hurt again. Like, that would be really bad for the brand in a lot of ways. So got to make sure that doesn't happen. Kyle, yeah. <laughs> got to protect your quarterbacks. Otherwise, it's, people are going to f- eventually look at you as the common denominator. And somehow, year seven, you're esca- you've escaped all of that. Everyone's in your corner. They believe you got three good quarterbacks, and you just got to figure out which one is the best. I'm over here being like, mm, we'll see. But I want to give Kyle the benefit of the doubt because back-to-back NFC Championship games, right? Serve a little. Right. Serve Super, a little. Bowl, Super Bowl or championship game three of the last four yeah. years. and Sure. You know, if you got I mean, I'm a little yeah. worried that this could be 2020 all over again, but, you know. Yeah. No other that way, was just know. a one-off. Again, that, that 2020 would be your starting quarterback get knocked out week two. And Happened last year. Not, and not having anybody that's able to step in behind him. Depends on what you think of Sam Darnold, where Brock Purdy's at. Yeah, I mean, it could happen. Or again, right. Brock Purdy come back, and this is like all a bunch of off-season speculation about nothing. Brock Purdy shows up for training camp, looks good. He's like, what are you guys worried about? We told you I was coming back. Like, I I didn't move with arm strength to begin with. Like, oh, I'm throwing seven-yard passes anyway. Like, I'm running towards my target as I throw the ball. I'm shortening every... I mean, who knows? It could be that simple. The Niners almost won a Super Bowl running the ball four years ago, and you could argue they would have if they had just kept running the ball. You know what I mean? Like... Maybe yeah. they're the they're the anomaly in the NFL. Maybe they are. Who knows? I don't know. Well, really quick, in terms of of being an anomaly, that's what their new defense coordinator said when we talked right. to him last week. They want to be about, yeah. You know the the difficult uh, nature of going up against Kyle Shanahan was his ability to stay committed to the run, uh, right? Which he normally does, like until big games this until year. the very end of the season. <laughs> As you pointed out, until the end of the season, when when the game's on the line, whether it's the Super Bowl and uh, against the Patriots or the Super Bowl against the Chiefs or the NFC Championship game against the Rams, uh, when uh, Kyle's pucker factor hasn't been very good. Yeah, it's crazy because yeah, and that's again the pucker factor. I think is what <laughs> is the main theme of this conversation. The one thing you got to give Jimmy did he pucker in the fourth quarter or did he just get exposed? Like I just felt Jimmy wasn't that good. And it would come out in the playoffs because the playoffs are more difficult. And what the way Kyle would pucker is he'd be working around Jimmy's, you know, he'd, he'd be minimizing Jimmy and, and winning in spite of Jimmy. And it's like, wow, you're, you're really doing it. You're really good, Kyle. Like, wow, you are what everyone says you are. And then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter up 10, you're like, all right, Jimmy, it's your time. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? It's not Jimmy's time. It's never going to be Jimmy's time. It's your time, Kyle. I don't know. I don't understand him. Yeah. It's too, it's too complicated for me. Less than, less than halfway, you know, over halfway through the fourth quarter, you're up by 10 with the ball and you, uh, yeah, just, it's, it's, but it's, it's not like Debo was averaging 19 yards a carry (laughs) or most, or it's like he wasn't averaging five yards a carry. It's like, yeah. But, but the problem was, the problem was they, they ran that ball that one time and they only gained two yards. And so that meant on second and eight, it just wasn't an option because the defense was showing they were going to stop the run and, uh, there were, yeah. you know, there, there, yeah. we just didn't have an opportunity. They forced us to throw the ball because, you know, we, we can't actually yeah. dictate to them. They, we've got to right, right. And Kyle called plays, but, but Jimmy killed to the passes. Like, like Kyle couldn't give him two runs to check. Like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. The, 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 carry, the water carriers for, uh, for Kyle Shanahan are the best. They could have won the Super Bowl running the darn ball. That's their identity. They flinched. Hey, kind of like, the two teams that lost the Super Bowl with 10-point uh, second-half leads, Niners and Eagles. 
Very similar teams. And what, how do the Eagles flinch in the second half? They stop going for it on fourth down. That's who you are. All of a sudden, you're punting. Oh, and you give up a long punt return, right? Because you don't do that. That's what you get. You got to stick to it because you're not, you can't beat the Chiefs playing straight up football. They have the best quarterback in the league. What are you going to do? Pass yeah. better than them? How? How? It's impossible. You can't beat them another way. Got to find a way. You've got to be. You've got to be nearly perfect against them. And gotta be. You can't give. You can't. You can't give them points on 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 defense special teams and uh, hell no, definitely on not. offense special teams. Excuse me. Lucky Luciano says Trey Lance has no choice but to put in the work and show out. The fifth year option is right around the corner. He's also got that long term bag on the line. Yep. It's funny how quickly life comes at you in the NFL. He got drafted. He was technically twenty years old. He must have thought, man, I'm gonna be in this league forever. And now look at you, dude. Now you're like, dude, I'm fighting for my life with Sam Darnold. Either me or him is going to be gone eventually. Like, who is, yeah, who is the survivor on this island? <laughs> Got to love that. Uh-huh. Manny Fresh says, can't win a bowl with Purdy, won't beat any AFC quarterbacks. Well, the good, the good, thing, about, the good thing about that is, is you don't have to be the quarterback because you don't play defense. I mean, I don't know. Jimmy Garoppolo beat Joe Burrow, if you want to call it that way. I mean, if you want to say that, you know. Yeah, on the Niners, like you're not. It's not about the quarterback. You're a cog in the system. I mean, it's a it's 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 almost more about the running back than it is about the quarterback. A lot of your throws are extended handoffs anyway. Yeah, it's like just don't mess it up. (laughs) Frank Tom Ocean says, "Who do you think the team captains will be?" Okay. Um, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Trent Williams. Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, Talon Ufanga. That would does, be one. Does that would be one. Is, is, instead of Armstead, does he finally t- is, oh, is Armstead? Yeah. Arm, they they love Armstead, man. He is the big uncle in that organ in that locker room. I feel like was Bosa a captain last year? I don't remember. I don't know. See, I think he I was. Remember. I think he was. I think he was because he was giving speeches and stuff. Anyway, okay. J-Rod5 says, deal. We want to see this picture, baby. There's so much potential there. There is. It's fantastic. All right. Um, well, I do appreciate the 49ers for hyping up each quarterback one at a time. You know, it's kind of like when you go to a restaurant and you order three things and you want it to come out in courses, but they, they just give it to you all at once. And you're like, this is great, but kind of would like, you know, an orderly fashion. So we got to gorge out on the trait on Brock Purdy and the S2 news that was great for about a month everyone talked about that then it was sam darnold being the greatest thrower and everyone loves him and now it's trey lance's turn and you know what none of it means anything we'll see for ourselves and tuesday the niners said it today tuesday is the open practice they'll have practices tuesday. monday tuesday thursday tuesday baby so we'll all yep. know and the, hey J- uh, jack here's what i pro- uh, propose me and you are both going to be there do you want to yeah. do like an instant reaction simulcast together tuesday evening when we get home yeah or, or if we, we can do, do it, it at the, from, we can do it at the stadium. If we can do it at the stadium, to be, be quick, for me. to be quick, because yeah, it yeah, takes yeah. me it takes me about three hours to get home. My God, that's dedication, baby. <laughs> that's dedication. That's a, that's that's a commute. You guys want a reason to give Jack some super chats? Three hour commute, one way. <laughs> we live in Tahoe. Get out. <laughs> Get, getting out of the getting out of the barrier on uh, at three three four o'clock in the afternoon is uh, no fun. Oh, it's it's rough. That's true. Yes. That is the truth. Anyway, thanks for watching, everyone. 
See you soon. Take care, everybody.